I was just obsessed with Kylie Minogue. I just thought she was fantastic. That was my first album. That was my first, or whatever it was, tape at that time that I bought. Um, and she was just my idol at that at that stage. And I can remember the locomotion was just, and even the the dance routine, everything. I was doing it in the room. I had my make believe band. I was singing into the into the mirror. I can just remember that specifically, really clearly in my mind. It's hard to know. I was a studier, so I never fitted in. Um, I was a real stew, so I was one of these people that didn't just um, blend in with everybody else. Uh, I wasn't the cool person at school. Um, and that's something that I always, when I'm doing, give my talks, and I think it's always really important to, you know, from a teenage years perspective, it's important to remember that it's if, if you're not the same as everybody else, it's, it's okay. I always felt the need to fit in, and I never did. Um, so... I was extroverted internally, but I don't know if I actually was able to express how I felt. My mother and father, um, my mother's a teacher, my um, my father's a plumber, so um, my parents weren't pushy parents at all, so um, that was that was one good thing. I always pushed myself. We grew up in the country, working class family. My father um, went to work every day, my mother um, taught and as well in a in a local secondary school and um we come home in the evenings at three o'clock and looked after ourselves and then we would have had our family meal that's something that i still continue to this day as a family meal in the house um which is making sure that we all sit down as a family even though there's only three of us sit down together and have a meal just at whatever time it is It's really funny. That takes me to first year university and um, having a different sense of independence for the first time in my life. We like I never put makeup on until I was twenty one, so there was never there was never any of that sort of crack. Like I mean, we we didn't get dressed up to go to you know when you see students now getting dressed up to go to college and go to class. We shared uh, we shared a bedroom, three of us, three of us together, myself and two medics. You wouldn't see that happening now. Um, we had a communal kitchen in a, in a house maybe that had something like 18 students in it so um, that was my first year and that's my that's my memories it brings me back to me actually we were all singing it together so I met Canis in uh, second year so I met him in met him probably in around September October of uh, when I come back from America um, uh, so um, we started going out in December 96 and still that's uh, you know, so it's still going to, to today, still going strong. We've had our, everybody has their ups and downs through college years and, and whatnot, but uh, we're now married and have Alex and everything's great. He proposed to me, yes, and I wasn't expecting it. So he proposed to me. Um, we were in France, actually, on a trip. Uh, we've been to Cannes five or six times, um, even since that. And this is probably my first or second trip to Cannes. And um, we had actually split up for a period of time previous to this. And we just recently had got back together. We had actually formed Cara Pharmacy at this stage. And I actually wasn't expecting, you know, it wasn't on the agenda it wasn't on the horizon it wasn't something that I was thinking about it was totally focused on the business so um, we were having a meal out in Mandalou La Nepal and um, Karen asked me to go for a walk and 
I, I'm not, this wasn't at that time and I just wasn't in the mood. And I was like, no, I'm not going for a walk. And he's like, Ramona, will you come for a walk, please, with me? So I said, right, grand. Still had no clue what was going on at all. And it was the ruins of an old chapel. So literally we went across there and um, he didn't, he didn't get down on, he didn't do the usual get down his knee, but he asked me to marry him. And uh, I was in a state of shock, put it that way. <laughs> But yes, he got the yes. So that was what happened. We got and we got her. We got I got my um, wedding ring and my engagement ring both um, made in Cannes. So that is special memories for us. I think anybody can be successful in life. It totally comes down to um, hard work. I think it doesn't matter whether you have any degree, any amount of intelligence or IQ, it doesn't matter. If you're not willing to work hard, you'll, not, you'll never be successful. You know, and it's your thought process as well, is to reject rejection, you know, to keep trying and and, and if there is failures in your life, um, to keep going ahead again, you know, to, to, to not allow um, negativity sort of to affect your confidence. I was a big, and still am, massive U2 Bono fan. With or Without You has always been my favourite song of all time. And um, yes, I wanted it as our first dance at our, at our wedding. And uh, Camus isn't into music anyway, in the same level as I am at all. He's not um, a big music fan. What happened was Notting Hill, yes, the Ronan Keaton song was something special for us. And he had said to me, look, yeah, we can have with or without you if you really want to, but it doesn't have any special connection for me. And I really want it to be about us. And he had no real other input into the wedding at all. <laughs> it's all my decisions and, and what I had decided. So I felt that was fair. I felt that, um, you know, we would do that and it was special for us. And it's still, even to this day when you hear it, it brings us back. Through the storm, we reach the shore. You give it all, but I want more And I'm waiting for you With or without you